Well, hey there, everyone. My name's Notorious FPB. Welcome to the Greater Guild, and thanks for being here. If you're new with us today, we want you to feel at home and know that this is a safe place. We are so glad to have you here. For us, the Guild is so much more than just loading screens and game nights. We want you to know that there's a place perfect for you here at the Guild. One of the best ways you can get connected with us is to fill out the I'm New form at greaterguild.com. You know, once there, fill out as much information as you feel comfortable sharing. Once submitted, we put a small gift in your email, just a small token of our appreciation for you being here. And that's it. Later this week, one of our presenters or adepts will connect with you. To get the greatest value here at the Guild, head over to our website. You will find our schedule, plus places to hear or watch our past messages, or connect during one of our game nights. And once again, thanks for being here. Hello everyone, it's presenter Brandon, and we are in our final day here on What Would Jesus Undo? Now, before we begin and getting involved in all this, I just want to remember, remind all of you that, you know, We've covered a lot on what Jesus would pretty much get rid of. You know, indifference, hollow worship, and of course last week being hypocrisy. Believe me, it's really a big issue. But not as big as this issue today. Today's issue, we're talking about spiritual pride. Okay, spiritual pride. You shouldn't really um, mistake it for pride say, in pride of doing well, you know, the pride of ownership, the pride of doing your best. Those are all great. Believe me, those are great to have because pride in yourself is where you work so hard into doing something so well and you all, you've gone through all the failures and all the triumphs and you take pride in the final result. That's fine. The type of pride we're talking about here is one that uses the phrase, and we've heard it all before, you know, pride comes before a fall, okay? Usually in Proverbs it says destruction or the, you know, the fall, but pride comes before the fall is what we are all commonly know. And that's not the pride we're talking about when it comes to being, having pride in yourself for doing good, okay? The pride we're talking about, not just in pride as arrogance, but also spiritual pride. And you've probably met people who, of the religious type, who basically are very haughty in themselves. Very arrogant people. People who think they can do no wrong. And yet, if you remember, for some of you who are as old as I am, back in the 80s, you know, there was a big scandal with Jim Swaggart and Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, you know, people on the outside who had this great, you know, look of abundance and spirit, and abundance of faith and all this, and yet, where are they now? They are disgraced because their pride in their arrogance at being, well, nobody can touch me, who would believe me, who would be all this? came before their thought process of where should I really be doing? Should I be doing the right thing? And it happens. You know, humans do make mistakes. That's a costly one. Don't get me wrong. But it really puts forth this idea that spiritual pride is going to be 
one thing that Jesus really does want to get rid of because he never wanted people to have this idealism that they're better than others. He was the foremost authority on equality and egalitarianism. Seriously, if you really want to know how he how he acts, walks, and talks, you know, he didn't care what the color of your skin was. He didn't care um, what gender you were. He really didn't care. He treated you all the same. He treated you with love and respect, and that's what it's all about. I think that's what a lot of people are missing in the in a lot of uh, the world today. So, how do I know that in spiritual pride and pride of arrogance in general, Jesus really wants to destroy, especially in the religious elite and, the, and a lot of the faithful? And believe me, I've met them all. <laughs> you know, I've met very very humble uh, pastors and very humble people, and I've met the most arrogant, prideful, you know quote-unquote spiritually prideful pastors and people and the contrast you can definitely tell the difference and I really like tending towards those who are humble because they're soft-spoken they don't think much of themselves they do what they can they like to do it and they don't publicize it we here at the guild we will go out into the community and do things but we're not going to publicize it because that's not us we don't want people to think of us as oh they're the greatest this and all this because that will bring up an ego another option another aspect of spiritual pride that really needs to be gotten rid of so with jesus talking about parables and stuff like that he has a story and it's really a great story and, it, and it's something i keep next to me every so often when i feel like i'm going to be a you know a little arrogant not to say that i have an ego because i've stopped having an ego i i've come to the conclusion that having an ego is just not worth it <laughs> seriously and it's very difficult to get rid of the ego trust me it took me over 40 years to really get rid of that ego but it can be done but you have to put you know a lot of effort into it so Here's what we're talking about when it comes to spiritual pride, the ego, and the arrogance of those who are, you know, think they're better than you in the spiritual or even in the gaming. So what Jesus says is he basically has a story. And he said, and this is how he says it. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax man. And in that day, tax man would be someone like a lawyer today, you know, really looked down upon. <laughs> of course, all the jokes to that as well. And I do chuckle, but the context of the whole thing is we make lawyer jokes all the time. Well, the same thing would be for the taxmen of Jesus' time. So getting back to it. So the Pharisee posed and prayed like this, quote, Oh God, I thank you that I am not like the other people, robbers, crooks, adulterers, or heaven forbid, like this taxman. I fast twice a week and tithe on my income. Unquote. Meanwhile, the taxman slumped in the shadows, his face in his hands, not daring to look up, said, God, give mercy, forgive me, a sinner. Now, Jesus commented, This man, this taxman, and not the other, went home and made right with God. If you walk around with your nose in the air, you're going to end up flat on your face. But if you're content to be simple, to be simply yourself, you'll become more than yourself. 
funny how when we talk about teaching our kids just to be ourselves, it comes from the Bible. And it comes from Jesus. He says for us to just be ourselves. Not to try to be keeping up with the Joneses. Not trying to be the arrogant pricks that we all can be. But just be calm, be ourselves, and be faithful to who we are. Because I'll tell you folks, it's going to be a very hard life if you just go around trying to be somebody else. Because that's a lie. If you think you're going to try to be somebody else. You try to keep up the Joneses. Well, is that truly you? No, that's a lie. And it's very hard to maintain the lie. I've watched a lot of people in my neighborhoods that I've lived throughout my life. You know, those that were in the military who continually put out this lie. And eventually, they their whole life comes crashing down. Because what they wanted people to see on the outside with this big, brassy kind of person, you know, we're the best, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, you know, they never took it into account, never had the thought process that maybe, you know what, being a humble person, being someone like myself, really would be better. I don't have, I can maintain my own truth. I can be truthful to myself. And that's why I think the woke movement has its major problems, is it's trying to be something it isn't. It's really trying to be the main arbiter, when a lot of the lies coming out of it is just so awful. And eventually, they're going to just eat themselves up, the people who are promoting wokeism. That's the bigger issue here. Because when you watch the woke, they have so much arrogance. They, their egos are easily bruised. And yet when somebody talks about, say, the tax man in Jesus' parable, he's not that type of person. You know, we can't be that, you know, those arrogant bastards. What we can be is ourselves. People who go and look at the world and say, yes, something's wrong. What can I do to fix it? Can I be nice to this person who you know, doesn't look like me, doesn't act like me, or this person who has a mental faculty that's a problem? I will treat them with the same respect I would want to be treated in return. Okay? It's just like the golden rule, right? And heavens forbid we all forget that. So as I wrap it up here, I just want to say this. Keep it in mind that when you're full of yourselves, there is no room for God, right? See, Jesus said the tax man just went home and made right with God, where the arrogant Pharisee isn't going to do that because he sees himself as this spiritual person already. He doesn't care. Really, he doesn't. And as the tax collector, what we also need to do is empty ourselves. Because that's when God goes, okay, you're ready for my teaching. You're ready for the big picture here. You're ready for everything else. And I'll tell you this, folks. God doesn't just come down and give it to you on a silver platter. He doesn't hand it to you on an invitation. There is no engraved invitation. Yes, you're going to have personal struggles. Yes, you're going to have issues in your life. But you're going to have victories later on. Trust me, it happens. It's happened to me. It's happened to everybody I know. Those who are believers and those who are not believers, I've watched it. And it's fun to watch because then you see a smile, the triumph, the look of I am here and I am ready to fight. That's the best thing because what God has done is said, here we go. You have hit your lowest point. Once I'm there and I'm in there, let's do this together, right? And that brings me to the final aspect of this. 
you know, as God is pouring his grace into you, he then will use you. Say someone has a problem. You know, the Pharisee wouldn't care. You know, he'd go, oh, you know, we'll do what we can. The tax man probably would go and give out his some of his income to help a family, his next door neighbor, buy food for the for the for the uh, you know uh, you know the unnourished and that's hard to look at it from two different because for me as a pastor when i became ordained i took it upon myself to to do a full reevaluation of myself and i had to really evaluate who i was as a person am i going to be that pharisee i don't like it and I can tell you stories about when I was a child actor, where one of the roles was I was to be a, you know, a very popular kid and, you know, verbally abusing an unpopular kid. The funny thing is, is that in my private life, that the roles would have been reversed. I was the unpopular kid, but I reveled in my unpopularity because I didn't want the fake friends just because... You know, I'm a child actor. I've done movies. I've done television. I've done commercials. I didn't want that. I wanted true people. Just like the taxman wants to be true with God, and the Pharisee really doesn't care if he's true with God because he sees himself as in a position of power and a, and a position as a spiritual leader, saying God's okay. He, 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 you know, I can do whatever I want. Remember, people who have that aspect always are the ones who will become a collapsing wreck. We see it today in many of our pop culture. We've seen it in Activision Blizzard. So, what do we do? We pray. Pray and make sure that we keep tabs on ourselves. And if you need to, for some of you who have this you know, problem of being an arrogant jackass, yes, I said it that way, is have yourself somebody to make you accountable. Not just for your actions, but for your attitude. I did. I still do. Because I want to make sure that I don't become this puffed up, arrogant bastard who thinks better than, than he's better than anybody else. First of all, it's just so out of line for me as a human being and as a person in, in my own right. It, it takes too much work. And I'm sorry, I like to be a little lazy. I like to play my video games, as you can see, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So that's it for me here. Next week, we'll see what happens, because there's so many things we can do, and I've got so many things lined up that I would like to do. It's just hard to decide what the series is going to be next, or if I'm going to do a DLC for this one. I don't know. There's a lot of good options here. I'm not going to send out a poll or anything like that, but, you know, feel free to join us here, you know, on, you know, Gab, Minds, Rumble, Odyssey. Yeah, we're off YouTube and definitely off Facebook. You're never going to be on Twitter ever again unless it changes. But the reason why we move to these places is because we believe that free speech trumps everything. It's in our Constitution, and it and the Constitution doesn't say we're censoring only certain types of words. No, it's it's free speech. And we don't agree with everybody on Gab. We don't agree with everybody on Minds, okay? But when we have that disagreement, I have found it so relaxing, especially in my personal life, to know that there are people out there that are willing to talk, willing to get into debate, and at the end of the day, if you say, I have a problem, 
they'll come to help you. That's not pride. That's not arrogance. That's being a good person. And that's what I want you all to be, whether you're a believer or not. It's just to be good people. Not just for yourselves and for your families and for your friends, but for the entire world. That's my goal. And that's why I'm doing this. So thank you for joining us. I'm going to have the uh, uh, melanistic red panda get us out of here. So I'm Pastor Brandon, also known as Presenter Brandon here at the Guild. And I will talk to you next week. Hey, thanks so much for being here with us today. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week online at greaterguild.com and on Gab and Minds at Greater Guild. We know God has something unique to say to you, and our hope is that you feel his love stronger today than ever before. Thanks again for being with us. Have a great weekend.